Hello everyone, welcome back to Couples Connect. I believe that you are doing great and getting better in your relationship. Thank you for listening. Please share with your contacts as well. In the last episode, I discussed speak over your marriage. I talked about how you can use the words of your mouth to influence the emotional and spiritual atmosphere of your marriage. If you are yet to listen to it, please do so and you won't regret listening. In this episode, I will be discussing naked and shameless in marriage. Naked and shameless in marriage. Is it now to be publicly naked is considered rather disgusting to others in many societies and usually are judged shameful to the person who is seen naked. Uh, this is because this has to do with going public without clothes. Um, the state of nakedness is reserved for one's private session and not usually for others to see. However, in marriage, it becomes possible to be naked and confident before your spouse in various circumstances. Is it Genesis chapter 2 verse 25 shows that after God revealed the woman to the man, both of them were naked and felt no shame. Okay, I you see people talk about this passage in the context of uh, just being open in your marriage and all that. Uh, but many, many years ago, I heard someone preach on it and talked about the fact that it's not just about being open spiritually and things like that, but even being, op- being naked physically and that that matters in relationship. And over the years, I've come to discover that that actually is true. Okay, so to be naked and shameless in marriage connotes physical, emotional, financial, mental, and even spiritual nakedness, or if you like, openness. It speaks to not being ashamed to stand before your spouse naked, as well as your readiness to be entirely vulnerable in your dealings with your spouse. It's about your willingness to lose your privacy in all areas of your marriage. Okay? Becoming bare and confident before your spouse. Now, why this appears to be a given in many marriages, some individuals are struggling with being entirely open to their spouse. Yes, some believe that I'm still myself. You don't have to force me to... And all those things that we hear and all that and all that. So this episode looks at why this is necessary in marriage. And various reasons some people, some marriages struggle with it. I would also try to suggest what can be done to develop openness in marriage. But first... Why openness is essential in marriage? Why is it essential? The first thing I would like to say is that it promotes trust between the people, the two people 
um, if they are really open to each other, that will help build trust between the two people. I have, in a previous episode, talked about, I had a series on building trust, why people lose trust and how to rebuild trust. You can go through and look at the, listen to those episodes. You know, so but what we're saying here is that when there is proper openness in marriage, someone's confidence in the other person is heightened. Okay? Now, it promotes synergy and unity of purpose in the relationship. Okay? Um, the willingness to be together. When somebody knows that he or she knows something about the other person, they are ready to connect with them and work together with them. They are ready to work together with them. They are they are more united when they are open. Okay, keeping things secrets, hiding things, could affect the level of unity in a relationship. Okay, it enhances parenting. You see, when we raise children and we speak as one and hear as one, it will help us to raise children together. When we have and communicate the same values to to the children, they are able to grow knowing what to do exactly in situations. Okay, so openness in marriage helps us to parent better. I also had a conversation with someone on parenting who I believe emphasized this point. You can also listen to that. Um, I think it was on investing in your marriage, investing in your parenting, okay, how openness can enhance working together and then working together can help in parenting. Now, it promotes collaboration against competition. Collaboration against competition. People tend to compete even when they are in marriage, they are in a relationship, they compete. Somebody trying to outdo the other. It is not what marriage is designed to be. It is because someone has what they are hiding. That's why they are competing. Who are you competing against? Yourself? Okay, if we believe and know that in marriage, two people have become one, then there is no room for competition. What matters is that people should come together and work together. But you see, when there is disclose, there is there is uh, um, secrecy here and there, someone not knowing what the other person is doing, uh, and things like that, hiding things from each other. People will be competing instead of collaborating. Okay? It protects spouses from external influences and interferences. If you um, are open to each other in relationship, you would speak up when someone is trying to come between you, between the two of you, or someone is trying to take advantage of, of you. And you would always tell your spouse what is about to happen and you're able to work together to stop it from happening, okay? Um, someone shouldn't be open to 
unnecessary interferences outside the marriage when they are united with their spouse okay because that's why it's two people now <laughs> that's why we are now two you shouldn't uh, fight your battle alone you shouldn't try to defend yourself alone um, when there is someone else in your life okay it promotes sexual sanctity promotes sexual sanctity um, you see when people are open even in the area of sex it helps them to enjoy and satisfy each other better uh, but if they are not open they will not be able to know what the other person wants at a time and it will just be a struggle it will just be like fulfilling all righteousness just just performing the duty and all that okay so and the list can go on and on just thought to mention these now if openness in marriage holds these benefits that we've talked about why are some marriages struggling with it okay i discover a few things i just like to share one of them is that marriages struggle with being open when there was no proper due diligence on each other before the marriage started okay uh there is need for an appreciable knowledge of the person and character of your intended spouse it's important that you get to know this person to a reasonable extent before you get into the marriage relationship when that doesn't happen that openness does not exist okay the knowing of each other that due diligence trying to understand someone helps to build a proper foundation for trust in the relationship okay sometimes it's good to find out the past of the person and you also create scenarios to know the person uh um you are getting into a relationship with sometimes it's not because you're just trying to ensure that what you believe about the person is actually true okay um the next thing i discover is that both spouses do not share similar values so they struggle with openness they don't share similar values i i've had opportunity of uh, um talking with uh, couples that have issues in relationship and when you when you probe further you discover that even from the beginning there are dissimilarities in value and you know you you've seen relationships at the brink of breaking up because people do not share similar values okay people who share similar values are more likely to grow trust in relationship than those who don't okay not sharing similar values can always create room for suspicion and over time incessant quarrels okay because of mistrust and the other thing i see is that spouses do not understand their differences and similarities people uh look at themselves they don't fully understand their areas of differences and similarities in their personality you know in issue of age social status spirituality and they still 
ready to go together. They don't take time to know the implication of someone being older than the other person or being of the same age of uh, social and economic status. This person works, this person doesn't work. What would be the implication in the relationship? Okay, the spirituality level, this person is really spiritual and the other person is just there. Do you take time to find out how would this affect our relationship tomorrow if we get married? And they just gloss, gloss over some of these things and then get into relationship. <laughs> uh, you discover that sometimes people have ended their marriages as a result of what they term irreconcilable differences. Uh, and you see, if they took time to understand these differences and how much they can influence their relationship, they would have known how to reconcile those issues before even going into marriage. The other thing is that um, where there is no openness, it could be because the marriage was based on pity and then someone is desperate or was desperate before getting into the marriage, okay? You know, see, there are many reasons to marry someone. There are also certain reasons not to marry someone. When you decide to marry someone because either of you, either you or the person is desperate about getting married, that's not a good foundation for marriage. A marriage that would thrive should not be founded on desperation. Okay, deciding to marry someone out of pity for the person's emotion or situation would not allow for proper investigation on the person. And over time, there won't be foundation for trust building. Okay, people will just be struggling here and there and um, it's not good for the future of that marriage. Another thing I see is that some of these marriages are arranged. They are arranged by the parents or friends for certain selfish reasons. Now, it's not entirely bad to recommend someone for someone to marry. But then, the two people should now get together and try to understand um, each other before they get into marriage, to try to form friendship before they get into marriage. Yes, it's good to recommend someone. Fine. Okay? But then, when someone just says, uh, two of you should get married, and, you know, because the parents feel that is good for both parents, both families to continue to relate. And so uh, by them, their children getting married, that would be fine. And then they just go ahead. When a marriage between two people is arranged by any other persons, okay, the people get married because the other persons wanted them to do so. Not because they chose to marry each other. Okay? Um, you will discover that such marriage will be based on the other person's reference and not on the individual's personal knowledge and conviction about each other. That's not a good foundation um, that would help that would help to foster trust in a relationship and openness. Okay? Another thing uh, I, I, I also see, which I think this is, this is actually a very critical reason, is that both spouses are not mature. They are not mature. And maturity here is not really about age. Maturity here 
it's not just about age you see there are legal age uh, for marriage in various societies but i believe that there are, are five areas of maturity that are necessary in marriage okay and that's physiological of course physical emotional financial mental and uh, spiritual maturity uh, these areas of maturity can provide the foundation on which mutual understanding tolerance and trust which are the key ingredients to being naked and shameless can be built okay so if we if we gloss over the issues of maturity and get into marriage we will discover that the children got married and they will behave like children okay now if someone is already in a relationship in a marriage and they they are struggling to develop this openness we are talking about i i will suggest a few things okay the first thing is to develop trust through through consistency in action okay when you are consistent about doing things um trust is developed if you constantly speak the truth you'll be known as someone who speaks the truth okay if you both of you agree to constantly share ideas about each other and that consistency will help you to build trust over time okay build friendship by creating time to interact sharing ideas and listening to each other don't just be running about uh, say you are you are running career being business and things like and you are not paying attention to building your relationship your friendship it's important if you must achieve openness in relationship if you are, if that is not necessary it's not important to you of course you continue to live as though you are two people in the same home married okay now in some cases it will be necessary to have an open communication to discuss your doubts and attain understanding of the issues because sometimes it's one party that is bothered that i'm not seeing the level of openness i expected in relationship in this marriage try to have that open communication discuss your doubts and try to get some level of understanding now where necessary also it's good to establish some ground rules about how you manage information in the relationship you know some people some people they say um they have weak emotions maybe they hear some things and everything they will just uh damage everywhere and things like that okay so it's good to discuss and find out in situations like this this is what we should do this is what we this is how we should manage this kind of information this is what we should say and things like that so that um you can hold each other accountable and by doing so you are developing openness with each other it is something that has to be deliberate it is not something that should just be done for doing sake okay i believe that these points are helpful i see your marriage enjoying bliss and better intimacy bye for now